Hi, here we are. Full disclosure, I already recorded this, um, but it's 40 minutes long and I frankly don't want anyone to hear me talk that long for that long, so I'm recording it again and I'm going to give you guys a condensed version. Let's get into it. Also, I got four hours of sleep last night and I'm hungover and I'm recording this on with Apple headphones, so just bear with me. All will be better next episode, I promise. When I was 15 years old, I got into a serious relationship that lasted for four years. Four years, which is a long-ass time. And in that relationship, I was treated like the prettiest little princess in the town. Like, my wants and needs went before everybody else's in his mind, and he did anything for me. And I loved him, and it was wonderful until I was like, is there anything else? So I'm just saying this to preface something. Fast forward to my last relationship that you all know very well. Um, As most of you know, we met at a bar. I went up to him. It was second semester senior year, and I just truly didn't give a fuck. I had no stakes in this, and I was like, I don't, I'm looking for something casual. And so we started hanging out and watching Euphoria, and it was casual for me. Um, It was not that way for him. And I think that subconsciously I knew that, but you know, whatever I was, I was going to leave. The last thing I wanted to do was be in a long distance relationship because I'm moving to New York city after graduation and blah, blah, blah. So we start hanging out more and more. And then until one day I kind of like realized that this is my boyfriend, even though we haven't put a label on it and we've never talked about this. Like he does the boyfriend things um gladly like he did so much for me he made my life so much easier mentally and emotionally and physically like I just I was like why not stay with this man even though from the beginning I was said to myself like I don't want a long distance relationship so that's that's one first pitfall um It wasn't until about like probably July, mid-July that I could even like really introduce him to people and like accept the fact that he was my boyfriend. And that sounds very weird, but I was so set on the fact that I didn't want to commit to anything. I'd been in two long distance relationships before him and I wasn't going to do it again because they sucked. I mean, they were wonderful, but they also sucked. Um, But eventually I was like, yeah, okay, he's my boyfriend and this is for real. So we became very serious and that's not to say that it wasn't serious for him from the get-go because it was, we were just on very different wavelengths until I fell in love with him, you know, and summer, whatever. We made so many amazing memories together. Um, and you guys can see that on social media and frankly, like the relationship to me was wonderful and it was, it was great. I was so happy. And so that's why this whole thing was a little bit difficult (laughs) to say the least, because I was like, what the fuck? Like we were so good, so good together. We never argued, which in my mind, because the relationship that I had previous to this one, we argued every day, all the time. So no arguing. I was like, this is great. This is awesome. But lesson number one for myself and everybody arguing is good it shouldn't be all the time obviously but arguing shows that you guys care and two and this is even more important in my relationship that you guys are comfortable opposing and challenging each other because what is a relationship if you are not 
able to challenge the other person, want them to be better, want you to become better. Like it's just, it's crucial. That's all I'm going to say. We didn't argue. Okay. Moving on. We have a great time. (laughs) I'm like doing this so fast, but I'm getting out what needs to be said. So two weeks ago, two weeks ago, I maybe a little bit longer now, I visited him at school, at school. We had a great time. Um, it was a lot of fun. We got into one little argument, um, and truly for our argument isn't even exactly the right word. And I will get into that in a second. We got into a little thing, but it was fine. We ended the trip. I was so excited to see him the next in the next week or whatever, because we were supposed to be going to Charleston for a wedding together, which technically I would be there right now with him. Um, if I had gone, obviously I did not go. Um, but when I got back, he went on a guy's trip and in the days leading up to that guy's trip, I felt like there was some sort of shift and I didn't know what it was. And then we had a little tift again while he was on this ski weekend with his friends. And that sealed a deal for me that something had changed and he, in my eyes, had lost interest very suddenly. And like, I remember telling my mom that I, I was like, I think that he's lost interest and I think that we're going to break up. And my mom was like, what the, what? Because she thought we had a wonderful relationship. Everybody did. I did. And it's not to say that we didn't, but it was, I was different for him. So after our little tiffed thing, when he was on guys weekend, I thought that we had, we were going to move past it and nothing, it did not get better. It's not like we were arguing or anything like that. It was just, he wasn't texting. He wasn't calling. He was not showing interest in the way that he had for the, had been for the last 10 months. And also in that week, I was incredibly anxious and depressed and just a mess for other reasons. Um, part of it I think has to do with PMDD, which I will talk about later, not in this episode. But I was just a wreck for the last two weeks and him not caring as much as he used to like really weighed on me. And in a way, I'm sad that I even brought it up because I think that it would have fixed itself and long distance relationships are so hard because communicating over the phone is just so difficult to do. And like, so what? Ultimately, the grand scheme of things, grand, grand, hello, grand scheme of things, part of me is like, well, so what if he wasn't texting? So what if you guys have built this like serious, real relationship for almost a year now? Like, he doesn't need to be obsessed with you all the time. But I said something because it was really messing me up. I said something and... I had, I called him and I was like, Hey, like what's going on? It feels like you don't care as much anymore. And I don't understand what's happening. And he got pretty upset and didn't really have an answer. And so we both decided that like, that we would call again tomorrow. He would like, think about it, process what he was feeling, blah, 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 blah. And we talk again the next day. And so we did. And this is something that I regret, um, but I basically gave him an ultimatum. 
And now I'm leaving out a lot of details here and I feel like this sounds like, why are you being so dramatic? And while I do agree with that to an extent, like things had really shifted for the last two weeks and I was just like, I don't want to be with this person that is showing way less interest knowing how they had treated me two weeks prior and for the last basically year like I don't know if that was really English but I gave him an ultimatum and I was like you need to make a decision and decide what is best for you if you want to fix things or if you want to end the relationship and I made it very clear that I first off was pretty freaking confused and about this whole ordeal um but that I wanted to fix whatever had gone awry. Um, And eventually he was like, he was very upset. And he was like, I think that me not being able to make a decision in itself is one. And I was like, okay. Heard. Heard. And I will say I was cool as a motherfucking cucumber throughout those conversations. We had at least two or three leading up to the breakup. I didn't show emotion and I don't know why ultimately. I don't know if I, I would like to think it's because I recognized that this was not in my control and I couldn't really do anything about it. So I was just like, say la vie. It's up to him. I'm not going to cry. But I really, I don't know. Or if it was more so me being like, you don't get to see the way you're hurting me right now. I don't know what it was. Um, I do have a hard time being vulnerable. Like I know that. Um, so it's probably a little, oh my God. I just got a text. <laughs> My friend Jaren just said, where's the podcast? It's coming, baby. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if it was, if it was, it was probably both, ultimately. I remember one of the last things that I had said to him during that phone call was, like, I trusted you. And he goes, I'm sorry. And then we hung up. And then I called him the next day. And I was like, I need to know why we just did that. Because I was so confused. To me, we had the most wonderful, most fulfilling, I was so happy relationship. Sorry, that wasn't English. I was so happy. And so I was like, why did we just do that? I know that I gave you an ultimatum and I wish I didn't. And I was telling my one of my best friends this. I was like, I, if I had just fucking shut up and seen him in Charleston this would have been fixed. This wouldn't have happened. Like, this is my fault. I blew this out of proportion. She was like, no, you didn't force him to break up with you. And this could have happened later on. You guys could have just ignored this. And like, it would have come up two years later. And God forbid, like, this already sucked, this breakup. And it lasted for 10 months, like two years. Hell no. Um, so ultimately I'm, I'm glad that I did say something but at first I was like you're the worst Alex like you just ruined this but no I think that when you get broken up with you automatically I do and I feel like a lot of people automatically resort to like this is my fault if I had only done this if I'd only said this if I hadn't been so like adamant about this or this would never have happened and I would be so happy right now but that's not that's not good I'm not saying that people need to be dramatic and crazy and, like, bring up problems and make them ruin your relationship. Like, definitely not. 
But this was something that needed to happen, and I know this now, and I'm glad that I said something. Now, being broken up with is so difficult. Like, I don't, I I just, being rejected, it's being rejected, it's like the thought that your person, your best friend, somebody that you just trusted so wholeheartedly especially if you're not good at opening up to people I'm not at all um the fact that they can just leave lickety split is terrifying and the days following the breakup the word that kept coming to mind this might sound so strange is rebirth like I felt like I was being born again and it was terrifying and refreshing and exciting like it was just all these things and I took a week to tell you guys and I had a couple days where nobody knew and I was just except for my sister she knew um and I was just grieving absolutely like in misery over this and then I told you guys and I'm going to be honest, and this might sound like, this might sound dramatic, telling half a million people that your relationship that they loved and always wanted to see, like, that was so scary. I, when I posted that video, I was literally shaking all over. Like, it was very terrifying because I thought that everyone was going to be like, oh, you, it was her fault. Like, obviously, look at how he treated her. Like, he treated her so well. And like, this was definitely her fault. And the fact that you guys had my back, it just has helped so much. And I know that most people don't get that luxury. Like for me, it's like, I know that half a million people are rooting for me. Who gives a fuck what one person thinks? Like, so what? One person rejected you. Not a big deal. Don't, don't let it ruin you. And so I didn't. Yeah, go Alex. Um, (laughs) anyway. But I've had a lot of time to think about why this whole thing happened and how. And I now have, now that I'm able to separate my feelings from fact, I looked at it from a very logical point of view, I think, anyway. Um, And so I'm going to say it. Say why. I told you guys about my first relationship because it set a precedent for how I thought I should be treated in every relationship following. I expected to, for the relationship to be about me all the time, 100%. Like I was high maintenance. Maybe I still am, you know, who knows? I haven't, I'm not, I'm not in a relationship right now. I was high maintenance. I am high maintenance. And it's because of how I was treated when I was 15 years old. That paved the way for me to expect things that I shouldn't have expected. And that's not to say that you shouldn't be treated wonderfully and like the beautiful little princess you all are, because you should. But mine was overboard, like it really was. And my love language for receiving love is acts of service. And so that, in addition to like how I was treated at 15 years old, holy shit, my expectations were so high all the time. And when I realized this, I realized this with somebody I talked to right after the breakup happened, um, pretty much. 
and I knew that they were going to give me an unbiased point of view. And they helped me understand that this, I am high maintenance. I expect a lot. And this is because of my first relationship and how I was treated in it. And so when I came to that realization, I was like, this whole thing is your fault, Alex. Like you demand so much from somebody. It's exhausting. And now that I've had a couple days to like calm down on the self-hating talk, I'm like, yeah, that's true. I do expect a lot. And in my next relationship, I am going to work so hard to not do that or to at least make sure that I'm putting in as much as they are. But that is not the reason really that we broke up. I don't think, um, granted, I didn't really ever get a reason. So he, when I called him and I was like, what was the reason? Sorry, I got so sidetracked. He was like, it's not sustainable for me. And then he brought up his, and I think this is the big reason. And I'm just speculating because we haven't talked and, but this is important because I think that this will hopefully save some people. He brought up his last relationship and he had gotten out of it a couple months before he met me. And he said he was looking for, I don't, this wasn't the exact words, but he said that he was looking for somebody to basically cling on to after that relationship. And I was chosen. I picked myself to be clear. Um, (laughs) And that he was, he said that he was a relationship person. That is not something that I relate to, like needing to jump from person to person because I've, I've been by myself for years and in between each relationship and I loved it, but it's something that I can understand that other people need. Um, here's the thing, him getting out of a relationship just a couple months before he met me should have been my first, I don't want to say red flag because red flag sounds like I don't know, it, put, it sounds like I'm putting him at fault or whatever, but that should have been my first sign to be like, okay, toodaloo, nice meeting you, you know, pro tip, lesson number two, or whatever the fuck we're on, um, if you are meeting somebody and they are getting out of relationship four months, or I would, I would ideally say six, but less than four months before meeting you, say ta-ta. Because they have not taken the time to process and grieve and move on. And I just wish I recognized that. It was funny. One of my roommates at the time was like, didn't he like just get out of a relationship? And I was like, oh yeah, but like in November. And it's like end of January. No, that wasn't enough time. Not at all. So I think that he saw me as somebody to latch onto. And that's, that's what he did. And not only that, but he was so, he wanted to be in a relationship so badly that he molded himself. And I know this because he kind of said this, he molded himself to be this person that he was not. He said, it's kind of coming back to me now. He said that he had thought about like when he was happiest and it wasn't when we were dating. So that was really tough to hear Um, because I think it probably was when I was dating him, I was at my happiest so far. Um... And he said that he was always so anxious about what to say and do and how to act around me. And I think that that came from a need for him to just please me and like make sure I'm a-okay, happy with him because he wanted somebody. He wanted a connection like this, like that we had. And um, 
in a way, I feel like if I was being interviewed right now, somebody would be, they'd be like, do you feel used? And in a way, yeah, I do. But it's not like he just like took me along for the ride and like didn't give me anything because he gave me so much and he gave me so much of his time and effort and love. And I understand and appreciate that. I just think that it was too soon for him, way too soon. And also, like, I don't want to be with somebody that feels like they can't be the, their true self. I, the thing I value most in just meeting other humans is authenticity. Just, I want everybody to be themselves all the time. And this sounds kind of, I, now I feel like I'm sounding like holier-than-thou vibes, but I just do. And, and I, I'm, I don't ever want to be with somebody that feels like they can't do that around me. So... That is why we broke up. Um, Again, I was supposed to go see him in Charleston this weekend. I would actually still be there with him. And he told me that he didn't want me to come. And that hurts. Because being rejected hurts. Until you realize, like, who the fuck cares? But he told me he didn't want me to come. And he said that instead he would come see me like a week later drive up to my house and um we could you know kind of have a breakup in person and I was like I personally don't need that I would have come to Charleston to like see you have fun and things on a happy note not waste four hundred dollars um in flights and dresses and whatever but I don't need to be dumped in person like over the phone was enough it like sucked as is like the last thing I need is like another crying really unsettling conversation you know and I get that other people need closure but I don't and I'm just doing I don't know I'm just ready to move on um I hope that that answered some things um this was really the condensed version but I also felt weird like this whole thing is so weird to just come on here and like explain what happened and talk about like my private relationship that I know I made public and that's one other thing that I'll say that I regret posting so many of our videos and it's it's not that they were fake because truly like you guys he treated me like that all the time it was wonderful um but I feel like every time I made a post now that I like look back on it it's like oh one more piece of us is now everybody can see it and that sucked and I wish I didn't do that but ultimately I don't think that that really had any effect like maybe a little tiny one but nothing crazy and um I take comfort in the fact that I genuinely don't think this had much to do with me and maybe that sounds like I'm so narcissistic or crazy or something but I just think that it was more about him and what he needed and this wasn't what he wanted and I respect that and I'm grateful for our time together um and I'm also so excited to just be by myself if I could go through 50 breakups I would because every time they happen I feel like I learned so much about myself. So if I went through 50, I'd become this all-knowing, most powerful individual in the world. Um, yeah. I 
I hope that nothing I said sounded malicious or petty because that's not how I feel at all. Shit happens. He did what was best for himself and I respect that. Obviously it sucked. He really was my person and I thought that he was going to be my person for a while. Um, if you catch my drift, but Hey, life goes on. I'm about to be in New York city living it up and I'm going to focus on so much other stuff and I'm so excited for that. And I was going to talk about it, but I think I'll just say that for next, the next episode, because this is what you guys want to hear. I know that. And we'll get into my good shit later. Sounded so strange. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I feel like I, I missed. Yeah, I feel like that about covers it. I know a lot of people are like, fuck love. It doesn't exist. And I just want to say it absolutely exists. And I'm excited to find it again. I don't think it'll be for a while. Because I gotta do some work on me. Um, but... Yeah, I just, I'm taking everything that I've learned from this and, like, putting it into the future. Like, I just think that my next relationship is going to be even better. So much better. And always. So, yeah, I hope that everybody could take something from this. Um, I know I've talked for, like, 30 minutes, but somehow it still feels like I rushed things. Well, I definitely did rush things. Um... So I'm sorry. Maybe one day I'll post the the other version, but probably not. Um, yeah, that's all, I think. Also, I, I want to acknowledge that I did do some speculating and, like, I don't truly know. I don't really have a definite answer as to, like, why he broke up with me. I have a, a couple little things that he said and I went off of and I formed my own conclusion, so... I just want to say that nothing is, like, fact, and but this is just what I believe. The whole thing is very crazy. Um, but I have such a wonderful support system in my friends and my family and you guys, and I'm so grateful for that. So, yeah. On to the next, baby. Thanks, guys, for listening. Um, it really means a lot, and I'm excited to talk about other things in my life because relationships are not the end-all be-all everybody just remember that and if you're going through a breakup give yourself a couple days to cry in your bed and you know I lost probably actually not probably I lost about 10 pounds in the last two weeks because of this and you know I'm done with that develop healthy habits talk to anybody that gives you a shoulder to cry on like really because they will help you through it um and talk to me I'm open Hit the DMs. I don't know. Um, yeah. I hope this. I hope this cleared things up. I hope this made some people feel better. Um, some of you are probably like, "Who is this bitch? And why do we care?" And that's totally fine too. Also, so I know some people were like, "Oh, she's using her breakup to start a podcast." You damn diddly right I am because if I can grow momentum for this in any way, this is something that I've wanted to do for a long time. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Thanks. Anyways, um, I have to go post this now because I said around 6 and it's 5.51. So, bye guys. Thanks.